for encouraging words on marriage. And listen, guys, check out our new website, www.marriagevantagepoint.com. And remember, you are the MVP in your marriage. Good afternoon, radio listeners. Um, welcome to Marriage in a Minute on Omega Radio. My wife is not here today. She's in uh, North Florida in a women's conference, so I'm here by myself. But um, in a sense... Her not being here, I, I wouldn't hear her making fun of my, um, when I say, in your marriage, because she always points at me when I say that. Anyway, but thank you guys for listening every week, um, weekend, every Saturday on Omega Radio to Marriage in a Minute. Um, last week, we started on the topic on love dances, and we're going to uh, finish off today on that topic. But uh, I'll share, share a quick story. Uh, when I was young, I used to watch people dance. I used to watch couples dance, and I used to laugh. And I was young and kind of immature. And I, there's a dance called that three-step dance. And whenever I used to watch uh, a married couple or, uh, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, and they're dancing and doing the three-step dance, I would laugh, like die laughing, because sometimes they'll step on each other's toes and they'll mess up the dance. But the one thing I noticed that, they never ever walked away from each other and leave one on the dance floor. So they kept going, even though they mess it up. So today we're going to kind of have that analogy in marriage. Um, let's picture your marriage being a dance. You're dancing together in life in, on that journey. Um, and when you step on each other's toes or when you, you know, hurt each other in whatever way it is, or when you say something, you know, not too nice to your spouse, do you walk away from the marriage or do you um you know for the moment you may not be speaking to each other but don't you fix it and that's what the 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 idea is it um, love dances so the husband has a role and the wife has a role god gave you both your own roles right but he didn't give it to you to carry out your role based on the other person's reaction so basically what i'm saying is you know god says husbands love your wives like christ loved the church right it's um ephesians 5 25 it says husbands love your wives as christ loved the church and gave himself up for her now if you think about that verse there's no nowhere in there it says love your wives like christ loved the church if your wife is doing what she's supposed to do and then it's telling the wife, you know, submit to your husband's spiritual leadership. Um, and again, the verse doesn't say do that if your husband is carrying out his role. So basically, um, if you think of picture a dance and both of you are dancing with your role and both of you are doing your part independently of the other, uh, that dance is going to be so beautiful. It's going to be so great. But a lot of times we have this mindset of, you know, 50-50. We're giving... 50% each, meaning um, if you're not doing your part, then I'm not putting in my part. And that's what messes up the dance. That's what we talked about last week. So this week, we're going to show ways how we could, you know, complete the, the dance. We could make it much better. We could carry out our roles independently of each other. So to make the marriage well. And like I said, I used to laugh when I see, um, you know, married couples dancing that three-step but guess who is laughing when you are going through your marriage and you're having this um, role and you, you mess it up? The enemy. He laughs. You don't want him to laugh. You want him to be put to shame. So um, 
it's a design that God created for both husband and wife. And the thing is, a lot of times we don't realize that um, it's not your spouse who is the one who is um, really behind it. It's the enemy. Satan doesn't want your marriage to uh, go smoothly. He doesn't want to, you to enjoy each other. Um, but God created marriage to be enjoyed, and he gives you the keys. All right, so this, this, this road for the husband, um, to love your wife like Christ loved the church. Remember, your wife needs love. I'm not going to say she wants love. She needs love. And wives, your husband needs respect. Not necessarily want respect, but need it. I think God created it intentionally that way. Um, you know, if you picture uh, you, you say something degrading to your husband or you treat your husband badly, it only puts like a stake in his heart, so to speak. Um, that stake stays there. If you don't uh, take it out, you know, or even if you take it out, it's going to still hurt, but it could fix. It could be fixed. Um, so basically, the solution, well, the problem is we walk away from our roles. We walk away from the dance floor and leave our spouses sometimes. The solution is to stay there, learn each other, learn the dance. You know, Michelle and I um, try that three steps sometimes when we go to like a party or anything. And I personally don't know how to do it. So I'm learning from her because she's great at it. And of course, sometimes I end up stepping on her toe. <laughs> It's the same thing in, in our marriage. Sometimes I end up, you know, stepping on her toe in the marriage. Um, I may do something or say something she doesn't like or she does the same or, you know, we go through a little period of disagreement. But it doesn't dictate the entire marriage. It doesn't dictate the dance that you're doing together. It doesn't end it. Um, so that's why the topic love dances is so... Uh, we, we chose that because we're trying to, you know, picture it as a... You're on the dance floor together. You're dancing together. You know, one person is leading, the other is following. And you just fix the, the, the little mistakes. You, you learn and you, go, you move on, you do better. Um, it's kind of like a, marriage is a journey, right? And if you're on this journey together and you remember how you started out, you never ever started out in a bad way. So if you think about it, how did it get bad? You know, how are you um, at the point where you are now? If you're going through a, a situation now where things are not good in your marriage, how did it get that way? And a lot of times we point the finger at each other. And of course, you know, we have flop, uh, flaws, we have faults, but we all do. You know, and that's the problem. Sometimes we point at each other and not thinking about the fact that we have um, problems ourselves. Our spouses have to put up with um, our mistakes, our flaws, so to speak. So here's the solution. Know your role. Um, husbands, love your wife like Christ loved the church. How do you do that? Um, Christ, he actually sacrificed. We mess up a lot. And he still loves us. We are his bride, right? The church. And he still shows us love. He still loves us. You know, so basically your wife needs that. You know, your wife is not perfect either. She's going to mess up sometimes. She's going to be the weaker vessel. And that's what God says. So the enemy will target your wife. And when she's starting to, to you know, go down, so to speak, it's your responsibility to build her up. You're the spiritual leader in the home. And, you, you know, you could pray for her. You could um, do certain things, you know, create, be creative to, to build her up. Um, a lot of times we realize that the reason why we don't show that unconditional love is because of fear. We're fearing that 
our spouse will not do what they're supposed to do. But remember, there's no fear in love, right? Remember, God is with you. So you don't have to fear giving out your, your part. You don't have to fear showing love um, unconditionally. You don't have to fear that if you show love, then you're not going to get respect. You could still do your part because you know who is behind you. God is with you, right? Um, studying your wife, knowing your wife, knowing the triggers, knowing what um, makes her uh, move, so to speak. And, you know, ask God for wisdom. I remember, again, I used to have to ask the Lord. I said, you know, what can I do to uh, make my marriage better? What can I do personally? And, you know, the Lord would give me a, a verse or he would give me, send somebody my way to give me advice, you know, according to his word. So he's right there with you. But sometimes we don't reach out to him because he's the one who created marriage. All right. So it's a, a, a dance, love and respect. And you're dancing together to carry out your role. Um, another issue with uh, us as husbands that we have to be careful of is God calls us to be spiritual leaders, right? And a lot of times we don't keep it as how God says it should be. We end up thinking of it as rulership instead of leadership. And there's a big difference. A lot of times we um, cross over into this thing where we're thinking then if God says that our wives are supposed to submit to us, then that means that we're rulers. We rule them. No, they're not doormats. They're your partner, so to speak, because they have a role too, right? So we can't abuse that leadership position. A lot of times we don't remember that leading is doing it spiritually, you know? So again, Christ did that for us um, and he did it out of love. He did it lovingly. That's what's going to um, change that dance tune. All right. And um, that's the husbands. For wives, it's the same situation. You know, you remember that you're supposed to be your husband's um, partner. You're supposed to be your husband's uh, cheerleader, so to speak. And your husband needs respect. He needs it. He doesn't, he craves it, actually. So um, he's supposed to be leading you. But if, he, if a time comes when he messes up in the leadership position, don't point the finger. Don't, uh, you know, jab, jab him in the, in the stomach, so to speak, um, pointing him out. Pray for him. Encourage him. Uh, you know, be his, his, his encourager because he needs you. He needs your respect. He needs your input. He needs your, um, what's the word? He needs your, your uh, time together with him um, as a partner. Um, and again, a lot of times when we hear the word submission, with, we, we scream fear. And of course, you know, sometimes the, the, the husbands may cause that because they um, abuse their role. And then the wife is afraid to submit or she's afraid to. But remember, God did not say submit just like that. He said submit as unto Christ. And what does that mean? It means that you're doing it out of obedience to Christ. And what happens when you obey Christ? You're blessed. So if you think about it that way, you have a relationship with Christ, your, your own relationship with, with Christ. And you do the things that God tells you to do. You're not going to lose you're going to gain. So don't be afraid to um, submit to your husband. Not submitting to the wrong. If he's telling you to do something wrong <laughs> against God's word, you cannot submit to that. But if he's leading you spiritually, if he's leading you um, towards the Lord, 
you have to submit to that spiritual leadership for the marriage to work. So if both people are doing their part, you know, it, it, it works beautifully. I'm going to read uh, a little excerpt. It says, the family manifesto on marriage. We believe that God created marriage for the purpose of couples glorifying God as one flesh, parenting godly children and enjoying sexual pleasure as iron sharpens iron. And that's Proverbs 27 verse 17. We believe that God uses marriage to sharpen a man and a woman and mold them into the image of Jesus Christ. Just as the Trinity reflects the equal worth of Father, Son, and Spirit with differing roles, we believe that God created a man and a woman with equal worth, but with differing roles and responsibilities in marriage. And I love that part that says equal worth. And that's the key. So your worth is not... um, more important than your spouses. You're both equally yoked. You're both equally, you have both equal worth. The difference is that you have different roles, but it doesn't mean that one is below the other. So when love dances, it dances together. It dances um, in unison. You know, both people are doing their parts um, independently of the other, but you come together together uh, as one, as one flesh, um, you know, and that's what Michelle and I had to learn over the years that we are not, um, not because I'm the husband, I rule Michelle, I lead her, and, and not because she's the wife, she disrespects, she respects my leadership, and of course, sometimes we step on each other's toes, and it goes off course, but we come right back to that dance, so this is our encouragement, if you're out there right now, and you're in marriage, and you're going through a rough time, you feel like your spouse is not um, doing what they're supposed to do, do what you're called to do and pray for your spouse. Allow God to work in and through them because remember that we are um, flesh. We're, we're supposed to live in the spirit, but it's hard to kill the flesh, but it can be killed. And if you keep you know, praying, if you keep um, lifting up your spouse and not pulling them down, they will eventually come to the place where they're uh, living according to what God says marriage is supposed to be. All right, so it's like a dance, that three-step dance. One lead, the other one is following along. Um, Toes get stepped on sometimes until both learn the dance, and it's something that you learn, and you get better over time. All right, so keep on dancing together. Don't leave your partner on the dance floor. Don't leave your spouse out there by themselves. Don't throw in the towel. Don't walk away. Uh, just continue to dance through this um, this marriage journey. All right, so we, we thank you guys for listening every week. We're hoping that you're encouraged and we hope that you apply these things that we're showing because we have gone through it and we've seen how it's uh, changed our marriage. And remember, God is with you in your marriage. He's the one who created it. All right, so we're at the end of our program today on Marriage in a Minute on Omega Radio. Join us next Saturday at 3.30 p.m., same place, Omega Radio Broadcasting Network, 101.9 FM, um, you guys in Jamaica, 89.9 FM, and all over the world through the app, WOIB. And remember, check our website, www.marriagevantagepoint.com. All right, God bless you guys. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday. 
All right, Omega listeners, you were just tuned in to Marriage in a Minute right here on Omega Radio with your host, Karim Hyatt. And we do hope that you enjoy today's programming. Omega Radio would like to say thank you to the Hyatts for being a proud sponsor towards this radio ministry. We're going to go ahead now and continue on with your normal scheduling, but we would like to invite you, the listeners, to tune in next week, Saturday at 3.30 to 3.45 for Marriage in a Minute right here on Omega Radio with your host, Karim and Michelle Hyatt. So go ahead and stay locked in to Omega Radio. Hey radio listeners, this is Michelle Hyatt. And this is Karim Hyatt. Host of Marriage in a Minute. Tune in every Saturday at 3.30pm right here on Omega Radio Broadcasting Network for encouraging words on marriage. And listen guys, check out our new website www.marriagevantagepoint.com And remember, you are the MVP in your marriage. From this for New Year. Omega Radio. Omega Radio. My knees and asked him to forgive my sins. I promised him I'd give up sin forever if he met my needs. <laughs> 